Welcome to Talk Story, a podcast produced for the pilots of Hawaiian Airlines. Here's your host, Communications Committee Chairman, Sean Lee. Aloha, everybody. Our guest today is Membership Committee Chair Captain Drew Everett. You've seen him around in the crew room and on our all-pilot calls, and you've probably phoned him a time or two frantically in need of something. Aloha, Drew. Welcome. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me. Good. Uh, you're wearing your Boston Red Sox hat, as you've done for the last 20 or so all-pilot calls. Yeah, if I don't have to be at work, I'm not going to. The most notable Red Sox fan in the company, <laughs> yeah. I think. And it's it's funny because I'm not actually that rabid of a fan. I just went to a Red Sox game last summer in Boston. And, and it stuck. And you got to wear the hat. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to show up in a Yankees hat no. when you're at Fenway. No so. way. <laughs> <laughs> and I was rather, you know, you'd rather support the hometown team than yeah. root for the Angels. Are you holding Boston's? Were you holding Boston? Or was that for fun? Uh, it was for fun. Oh. I actually left the 330 before we started Boston. So. Ah. so we're slowly clawing our way uh, toward uh, 2021. It's been a hell of a year last year. PSP uh, has gotten a uh, extension uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, and part of that is we're recalling 69, all 69 pilots back onto the line. Tell me a little bit about that process and how it works. It's, it's, it's kind of a slow process, isn't it? Yeah, so... PSP, Payroll Support Program, it's uh, federal money for the company. Uh, and if they want to apply for it and get the money, they have to comply with certain rules. And one of the rules is recalling all of furloughed uh, employees with back pay to December 1st. But the interesting twist to all this is that this is like no recall ever. Normally when there's a recall, the recall is because the airline is growing again, planes are being delivered or whatever, for whatever reason, the airline is in need of pilots or flight attendants or whatever work group. Um, and it is generally more long-term beyond what happens on March 31st. We don't really know. Um, so there's a whole new future that starts April 1st, unless something happens between now and then. So this recall is like no other because it already has an end date. And then the company is faced with what to do with 69 people for the next, you know, for the, for the 90, basically 90 day, 120 day duration. Sure. And with the recall actually only starting on May, uh, March 2nd, that really gives the company the use of the employee for a month. And to be perfectly clear, there is a real risk of somebody getting recalled and then furloughed right again on uh, April 1st, right? Right, right. Based on the information that we know now um, and the rules of the PPS uh, or PSP, rather, Payroll Support Program, uh, yeah, that is an actual reality. And it's a reality for all the properties, ALPA properties that have furloughs. Recall notices went out via email just last week and pilots have until February to respond to that email. Uh, their options are basically take the recall, take a uh, leave of absence or resign, essentially. Resign. Yeah, so like in a normal recall, uh, you would have sort of a metered return to service for the individuals and you would have a vacancy notice and there would be 10 people on that vacancy notice and those people would come back if they wanted it and depending on where your position was on all the uh, amongst the furlough pilots you ha would normally have the option to bypass 
uh, and then you could bypass until there was no one else on the list, and then right. you came back. In this case, again, it's unprecedented. Uh, everyone's coming back at once. So you don't have bypass opportunities. Take it or leave it. You take it or leave it. Uh, they'll offer the leave of absence, um, or you come back on paper, uh, and then you get your back pay through December. It is likely that no one would get trained, from what I understand. Because they have from March 1st to the end, or yeah. March 1st to uh, April 1st. Right. You basically have 30 days, and most pilots are out of currency, mm-hmm. so it would require some time and require issuance of all company materials. And, you know, based on what's going on today, the company looks at it as, well, do we want to train these people for so a month for a month of and that i mean the training itself might take a month sure because people came off all three fleets uh-huh. i think i would go into this if i were a furlough pilot not expecting to be trained unfortunately right because the training does take a lot of time and yeah uh, training and and the this uh, training department's already spooled up yeah with the vacancy uh, taking place people are switching yeah. seats and yeah the displacement is continuing as awarded so there's all kinds of people in various stages of downgrade down gauge transition training etc so if someone uh, did not want to uh, get recalled let's say has employment elsewhere and that employment uh, prohibits them from accepting further another employment they could take an LOA a leave of absence yeah, the, about that. So the company is willing to extend leave of absence to, you know, assist the individual who is employed right now or not otherwise not in the position to return to Hawaiian. Um, from what I understand, though, that that will not afford the back pay. Right. You forfeit the pay that uh, from December to yeah. current and you go on an unpaid leave of absence. Exactly. And I guess the thought is that if you are going to bypass you probably have something going on so you know that's the way they're approaching this so you're not actually going to come back on the property you'll just go from furlough to LOA status so the company recognizes that there are people out there who you know they may have already gotten jobs and they can't they're not in the position to return even if it's just to be on on the property on paper for a month what happens if I ignore this recall notice so the third option is to not return and you would then effectively resign from the company and i guess that's the decision you can make based on your needs or your family's needs um i certainly hope that you would take a lot of time to understand the situation and know what you're doing um so we just want to make it very clear that that is an option so please pay attention to the information that's coming out from the company and from Alpa so that you don't get left behind inadvertently. Um, Really important to uh, make sure that your company, uh, the company is well aware of any address changes, contact information changes. That goes for Alpa as well. Please keep Alpa up to date with your latest contact information uh, so that we can be in touch with you in a timely manner as well. If someone takes recall, they'll have to report to Koopaka to get their crew badge inside a badge and 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 uh, actually show up on uh, before they start work again, right? 
Right. So while this furlough was taking place, um, there were some security changes at the airport that the state has imposed with the company. And we're moving away from the side of badge. And because of that, uh, you don't actually have access any longer to the crew center. So Flight Ops, I know, is working right now with HR in devising a appointment system for you to report to Kolpaka to pick up whatever they're going to be handing to the employee as they return, whether it's just an ID or company property. Not really sure. Uh, it's going to be at least an ID. Is there an iPad? Do they mail iPads to furlough pilots? I think they're still trying to figure out. I don't think that kind of left it, open. Yeah. Well, well, in, when the initial push for uh, in delivery of the iPad took place, they did not send it to the furlough pilots. Um, you know, a lot was a lot happened on October first, including our furlough and our transition to iPads and all these new websites. So it was a lot going on there. So. Uh, I think it's to be determined if the returning furloughee on March 2nd would receive company property. Sure. Um, definitely ID, but company property is to be determined. And uh, after they return uh, in March, they should receive their first paycheck uh, sometime in March. That's important to keep your eye on as well because there's a lot of moving parts. If you have any questions about pay or you see an error, you should file an SCR. Absolutely, the SCR process is really important um, and gets a lot of eyes on the issue. I haven't heard officially, but I would expect March 7th mm -hmm. to be the magic paycheck for all of the back pay uh, to December. Uh, if you're off probation, you should expect to see dues coming out. Uh, also, if you're off probation until... Further notice, the assessment for the furloughed pilot uh, healthcare fund continues. So if you're off probation as a furloughee, once you're back on the payroll, you'll start to also pay the assessment in addition to dues. The time spent on furlough uh, for the entire period uh, did count toward the probationary period of that pilot. Is that correct? I think no. the limit was six months. No, because the definition of the end of probation is 12 months of active service. Okay. So there was one of the LOA, COVID LOAs, allowed for a 90-day credit towards the probation if they were on a leave, but that wasn't extended. It's it's pretty complicated. We should probably, we could probably talk about sure, sure. this uh, it, it, as its own topic, yeah. but we should maybe at some point map it all out. Your date of hire is never going to change, but what will change because of the furlough and any leaves that were also taken would be your longevity, mm -hmm. which is the trigger for subsequent pay increases beyond the contractual pay increases. You could be at your second year at Hawaiian, but only getting first year pay because of your exactly. longevity. Exactly. Date of hire will never change, but your longevity will pause while you're on furlough or certain leaves. And then when you come back, then it starts up again. So if you've never been furloughed, never taken a leave that pauses your longevity, your longevity date and date of hire will always be the same. I see. But if you do have a pause in longevity, then your date of hire and your longevity date end up being two different 
dates for the rest of your career at Hawaiian. Nobody told me when I got hired by the airlines that that would be the most complicated part. It isn't flying the plane. It's figuring out pay, <laughs> the damn yeah. paycheck codes, yeah. furlough dates, seniority, yeah. longevity. Yeah, it's a headache. It's all complicated, but that's why we're here. Yeah. We're here to help translate things. You know, the CCT is an awesome resource that can translate the contract from legalese to pilot speak uh, to, you know, help with other avenues of interpretation. Uh, but, yeah, that's why ALPA volunteers are, are here. What's the best way to uh, get help if you need it? So file a DART. Uh, you know, there's... Lots of different subtopics within DART. So pick your pick your poison and file the appropriate DART. Uh, you can always email your block rep or call your block rep. You can, for for my committee, you can email uh, how membership. Or if you're a furloughed pilot, you can email how furlough. Lots of opportunities to reach out to us. A lot of support on the local level and on the national level. You do uh, a bunch of uh, national level work. Tell me what you've been working on lately, Drew. So uh, my role on the National Membership Committee is furloughed pilot support coordinator. So, you know, it's really shocking to think that we've been at this for almost a year, Sean. Damn. So, you know, last February when we saw this all starting to hit the fan in March and, you know, we we made sure the foundation was laid for whatever may happen throughout 2020. Um, unfortunately, we've needed all of the foundation that we built. So when the furlough started at the various properties, April, uh, October 1st, we just made sure that everybody knew what their resources were. We're staying in touch. Uh, we're constantly updating the website. We have a new TextCaster alert program for the furloughed pilots, you can sign up if you want job alerts. If you're a Canadian, you can sign up for Canadian job alerts. We have been conducting individual property webinars, uh, and it focuses a little bit more on the needs of that particular pilot group. Hawaiian was a participant. Now with payroll support happening, the pressure on the furloughed pilot is kind of being relieved for the time being, but we're sort of all with everybody else looking beyond April 1st and every airline is on its own journey with this, sure. um, this situation, but we can't forget that we still have pilots from express jet compass and trans States who are all unemployed right now because their airline shut down in 2020. So we're keeping our focus on them because they're still APA members. What would you give advice for a non-furloughed pilot still on property? How can they help out, and what can they do to support those still on the street? I mean, you know, we're all in this together as Hawaiian pilots. Uh, for those who are furloughed, their status has changed. But as I said back in April, we, when we weren't sure how this was going to affect the airline, it is affecting everybody. You may not be furloughed, but you may have been bumped from the 330 to the 717 or the uh -huh. 321. You may have lost your left seat. So we're all sort of dealing with this in different ways. So I think the best way to support the furloughed pilots or the pilots and or the pilots that were affected by a downgrade or, or something is to just, you know, remember that we are all on the same team and we are all Hawaiian pilots and we have to remain unified as best we possibly can. And to, you know, maybe think about, uh, 
putting oneself in somebody else's shoes and just considering what else is going on in other people's lives, no matter where we are on the uh, seniority list, somebody is being affected by this in, in negative ways. So I think just to remember to treat people with respect and to treat people the way you think you want to be treated and maybe not repeat the mistakes of the past. Sure. We just wrapped up a week of uh, MEC meetings here in Honolulu. And one thing the communications committee is going to focus on going forward is the, uh, the hard work the association put in during this whole pandemic. It kind of, it, it, it baffles me that you said it was an entire year that passed, but yeah, January last year, we had this very same meeting. We had an LEC meeting in this office and coronavirus was a, uh, back thought, but it was slowly creeping out on us. It, it seems like a long haul, but it's only been a year. I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, let's hope that it's <sighs> not a long haul. The You know, if you attended any of the onboardings that I hosted and uh, the membership committee hosted with Mark Naval as well, uh, we talked about how ALPA could be seen as an analogy um, like an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Right. You hope that you're never going to need the furlough pilot support program. You hope you're never going to need professional standards or aeromedical or, you know, representation. But when you do need it for whatever the scenario is, ALPA is there to support you. And it's grassroots. It's peer support. And it's, uh, you know, working to improve the lives of Hawaiian Airlines pilots and and. Unfortunately, during COVID, this has required the need for various other support layers that is available. Well, speaking of national level work, Drew, we have Captain Candy Burnsketter. She's the national membership chair from uh, FedEx all the way up in Memphis. Aloha, Candy. Aloha. Uh, tell me about uh, the national membership committee and uh, what uh, you folks have been up to lately. Well, the purpose of the national membership committee um, is um, not just onboarding new hires and showing them the benefits of union membership and what you get when you become an ALPA member, but it's also direct member services. So for the current members who've been around for a while, um, it's still reminding you about our um, insurance products and the support uh, system we have with pilot peer support, um, the committee structure that we not only have at your, your local MEC, but also at ALPA National with lots of resources available um, for assistance, um, and, and, and answering questions or um, and safety and aeromedical, everything. Um, the other thing that uh, the membership committee does um, is for low pilot support program, which, you know, uh, Drew Everett uh, heads up and he's done a fantastic job uh, maintaining a website, resources, and a monthly newsletter called uh, Flight Path for those pilots who have been furloughed or are um, at a shutdown carrier. Um, in addition to that, we also run the Veterans Affairs Committee. It's actually not a real committee. It's a part of the membership committee. And we do have um, a, a chair for that, um, Captain Rick Corbett from JetBlue. So any pilot that has questions about uh, military service or veterans benefits, um, please throw us a dart, and we'd love to tell you what's going on out there. The entire industry has been pretty upended, I mean, with the, you know, uh uh, properties like Hawaiian where we furloughed October 1st and they're coming back on uh, in March. Uh, can you just give me, mm-hmm. highlight some uh, ways the, these furlough pilots can uh, reach out to ALP and get support? Well, there's a couple of ways. One is you, uh, a pilot can throw a dart 
And that's going to go straight to your membership chair, uh, Captain Drew Everett, who's also on our National Ship Committee. Um, Drew heads up our furloughed pilot support program. And that has its own page at alpha.org with lots of resources and information. So preparing to come back or um, just in the time between now and waiting to come back, there are resources about um, how to file unemployment insurance, um, maybe um, continue your education, get a second degree or a family member getting a degree. Some of these degrees are, are free or really low cost. Drew has a, a checklist series, and one of the checklists in Section 3 uh, talks about how to return to work and how to prepare yourself to come back to, to flying again after being off for a while. I'm glad you brought up the checklist. I was actually going to ask if you know there was any way that anyone has any guidance on what to do uh, to return to work. You know, we set them up with with uh, what to do if you're getting furloughed, but you know, return to work can be just as crazy and confusing. Okay, well, let's wrap it up with uh, just give me your advice for the furloughed pilot. It's uh, been a turbulent time, but uh, we'll start with you, Drew. What would you say to somebody, one of our 69 pilots? So I would say what I said in the very beginning. Let's stick to the facts. Let's make decisions based on the information as we know it today and try to not get too far ahead in speculation uh, and do what's right for you and your family and use the resources that are all available to you to help formulate the best possible decision on what you need to do uh, by the deadline for your return um, on March 2nd. And then we just see what happens after that. And then we continue to make decisions as things come at us. Candy, as the national membership chair, what would you share for advice for our 69 furloughed pilots about to get their jobs back? Well, I totally agree with Drew. Um, in addition, you know, um, try to stay engaged. Be sure you're uh, reading the emails that are sent to you from both Alpha National and your ABC or uh, directly to you from maybe a committee chairman or, or an NBC officer. But, you know, also practice some self-care right now. Um, it's stressful to be furloughed, and it will be probably stressful coming back to training when you haven't really sat in the seat for a while. Um, so uh, practice self-care. Um, there's a lot of uh, good information out there about um, stress reduction, resilience, mindfulness. Um, meditation, whatever it takes. Um, a lot of people um, exercise and good nutrition and, and sleep are actually all, all it may take for some people to, to just feel a little bit better one day. So um, that's, that's really important. Candy, Drew, mahalo for joining us. This has been Talk Story, a podcast for the pilots of Hawaiian Airlines. If you have a question, send us a dart or you can email us at howcommunications at alpha.org. We'll see you next month. Aloha. Bye, guys.